My beautiful people, what's good? It's your girl Chanel Ray, host of this here Point Blank Buckets podcast. Feels so good to be back here today. It is Wednesday, October 6th. I myself am in Los Angeles. My co-host, uh, and who I mentioned is also now officially my podcast producer, Derek, is currently in West Virginia. But we are coming to you together to put together this podcast today, which we are extremely stoked for. We're going to be talking about things that we find to be underrated, overrated, and properly rated. Uh, So we would love to get your feedback uh, post-pod. And next week, we're also going to be trying out a new format. So stay tuned for that as well. We are super stoked to hop on these topics today. So stay tuned for more. We're looking forward to it. Yo, we are back. And we are somehow still in this, sorry, kiddos, motherfucking pandemic hanging on by a thread. So I said that the last couple episodes were a little spread out, but I had to really take a look. So the Thanksgiving throwdown, we really, I hope we really did throw down because that was two months before the pandemic really started. And that was damn near two years ago, dog. And I'm talking to, if you're wondering who I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to, let me, let me give this a proper intro now. Cause before I gave it a good intro, but now we got to give it a real, professional intro we got my boy Derek Mitty on the line all the way from West Virginia who is now officially not just my co-pilot not just my co-host not just my homie but also the Point Blank Buckets official producer Derek what's going on that was that was a lovely intro (laughs) I feel pretty special all the way out here in West Virginia um (laughs) Yeah, two years since our Thanksgiving throwdown. That is kind of left me speechless when you just said that a little bit. That's pretty wild. Supposed to be two weeks. Here we are. It was supposed to be a two-week lockdown, just like we were talking about before. (laughs) Yeah, man. And uh, I don't know. I feel like we're like quarantine experts at this point. We're just trying to, you know, mask. Well, everybody is, right? Everybody's a scientist. Everybody's a a mask expert, vaccine, you know, enthusiast and expert. I mean, I'm a vaccine enthusiast, I won't lie. But but uh we won't get into that. But uh huh, of a professional just... quarantiner I am, I moved to a town with 300 people in it. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. I just yeah, completely I left civilization altogether. <laughs> I was going to say I feel like that just means that they've been suited and booted ready to go for a pandemic since the uh, start of the town so yeah i think i think they're pretty solid los angeles is on the complete opposite end of that yeah (laughs) exactly i I think la is on the complete opposite end of that and our uh, brunch enthusiasts are on the polar polar up end of that (laughs) uh (laughs) they're not feeling good vibes in their defense (laughs) brunches are lit I was just going to say, I feel like we're already tapping into some of the topics that we want to get into today, which, which is fantastic, because I feel like we're already on the right page. Um, well, y'all, so today we, we really wanted to get into, uh, Derek and I were just talking pre-pod uh, the last couple of weeks, obviously about getting back into the podcast, but also just, we ever since the start of our friendship, which by the way, we met because we worked at a, you know, just a little company called Dish Network, uh, fun fact. Before I worked there, and I'm pretty sure you and I talked about this, 
Um, I didn't even know that Dish Network was still a thing. Um, so, like, <laughs> I, do, I do remember that. I do remember I gotta... us talking about that. Right, Loki. I got a, a an interview invite, and I was like, "Hold up, is that is this a prank? Uh, like, is that company still like alive and well?" Um, who's messing with me? <laughs> who's messing with me? <laughs> um, but no, I remember like a lot of our. I mean, still in our friendship, but in the beginning of our friendship, we did do a lot of like debate topics, and so I feel like this actually is like a true a true uh, full circle of our friendship. Which, damn, dude, we've been friends for like five years now which is wild um i know um so i feel like it's only right that you start off the pod and hit me with whatever you got by the way y'all we're just gonna fire off with the most random topics you can think of keep in mind we are 90s babies so a lot of these things they could be specific to the 90s um some of mine are cough cough uh disney channel original movies um but again it could be anything yeah, we go. You gonna learn. T- you gonna learn today, and it's gonna get opinionated. <laughs> it's going it, We're probably gonna agree on a decent amount. We're probably really not. We're probably gonna roast some people. Um, nobody we know, but we're just probably gonna roast some people. We're probably, uh, you know, a tear might get shed. Uh, who knows? Uh, so, Derek, feel free to kick it off, my guy. An array of just absolute nonsense. Um, (laughs) my favorite topics to talk about is just nonsense let's go um my first one uh bo jackson's signature sneakers from i guess the early 90s yeah okay so i'm gonna go ahead and use the google because fun fact i didn't even know bo jackson had a signature uh shoe uh my brother has a shirt that says Bo knows, but uh, uh Chanel don't know that Bo had a shoe. So let me Bo <laughs> knows sig- was a classic ad campaign. Yeah, let me see. Signature shoe. See, I can't properly rate this until I know. Oh Lord, let's see. Okay. Are we talking oh wow, you can buy these on on GOAT. Okay. Um, okay, so how what is your rating for these? consider them to be overrated okay well and why are they overrated sir These look like a somewhat of a ripoff of charles barkley's one of charles barkley's signature shoe that had the tongue strap low on the tongue see. um made famous in the olympics i have a pair of those in patent leather white red white and blue and some gold yeah. and they are pretty love those shoes um, but yeah, I consider these overrated. I feel like they just kind of look like a generic version of a true goat sneaker, being those Barclays from, I believe, more the late 80s. You know what? I, I would have to agree. Uh, these do, I mean, I will say, <laughs> from, a, from a general comfortability standpoint, these do look pretty swell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they look like they come in a plethora of... Uh, of color schemes and the amount of color I will, <laughs> yeah, a lot of colorways. I will also say the difference between Bo Jackson, who, if y'all don't know, he was a football player, uh, and Charles Barkley, who yeah. also, if y'all don't know, was it was a basketball player. And he now is a commentator for uh, Inside the NBA on TNT. Uh, 
Charles Barkley didn't win any championships. Sorry, we already are throwing shade. Um, Bo Jackson did. Um, so <laughs> that would be the separator in my mind because these shoes do look very similar to Charles Barkley's shoes, I will say. Um, but one person is a champion and the other, um, you know, got real close. And then he ran into a, a person by the name of Michael Jordan who took it right away from him. <laughs> so many good soldiers have fallen the exact same way in the NBA. Just right? so close. Right. Until they so, met I mean, that madman Michael and Scotty and the whole gang from Chicago. I mean, all right. I feel like to piggyback off of that, let's just go like back and forth. I'm just going to hit you with something. I feel like to piggyback off of that, I think we should discuss whether or not Shark Week is underrated, overrated, or properly rated. (laughs) (laughs) Shark Week. I would probably give Shark Week a properly rated. It does bring – they spend so much money on ads leading up for like the month before, but – that is like all that's like their Super Bowl, you know? And that's true. I bet it brings them a lot of ad space. Um, that Shark Week is that's the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Shark Week is the Discovery Channel's Super Bowl. And they go pretty hard promoting it. You can buy like shirts and stuff. Yeah, no, I will say it's funny to me too because people are absolutely terrified of sharks, but are hyped for Shark Week. It's like I feel like our generation especially especially wow if i could say the word um it's like they love to be scared the shit out of like there's a thrill in that i don't know about you but like i don't understand and this could be another one that we could go right into it's not on my list but i feel like you'll get me true crime documentaries or shows or podcasts overrated dog i value my sleep anybody who knows me Anybody who knows me, who's dated me, who's in my family knows I value my motherfucking sleep. And by the way, kiddos, I cuss. I'm a sailor. I say it all the time. It is what it is. But I value my sleep. And I don't understand why I would want to see something. Again, keyword, true crime. These things are based on real stories. And they they make me very anxious. Because it's always like, it's always a story of just like, some random person walking down the street gets kidnapped. Never heard from again. Everybody's still look like the whole Gabby Petito, I think was her last name, situation that happened over yeah. the last couple of weeks. That is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, no. And I'm actually going to triple piggyback off that and go <laughs> into, uh, it is on my list, Halloween. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I want to hear your rating before I give mine. Overrated holiday on planet Earth. Damn. You just threw shade mm. at all the jack-o'-lanterns, all, at all the skeletons, mm-hmm. all the scarecrows. Everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, man, but like, there's all the candy. Bro, you can buy candy. 365, dude. <laughs> Every. <laughs> Any day of the week, any day of the year. Christmas morning, you want a Snickers bar? Dude, you can just go to any gas station. They don't just release chocolate October 31st. Like it's a weird Willy Wonka movie. 
I will say though, and I don't like these, but some of my best friends do. What about those nasty candy corn things that taste like sugared wax? Candle wax. Yeah, see? Or like, you know, or like when people like those little, what are they called? Peeps around Easter. My dad loves those. See, I knew we were going to be on the same page. I will say, I feel like Halloween, I feel like Halloween is properly rated. Um, only because there's elements of Halloween that I love. Again, I don't, I don't really, I don't do any scary, like no scary, none of it, not a single ounce of it, but like a hocus pocus, I could fuck up a hocus pocus night, movie night, uh, Halloween town, Disney Channel original movie, great flick. Uh, there's also the town that that movie was filmed in. They actually turn it into Halloween town every Halloween lit, um, yeah, I don't do the do horror nights, right? I'm not going to pay $100 to possibly pee my pants. Not doing it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but a, I will uh, say, I will ahead. say I, I love dressing up and just every Halloween ever since I've had like a child in my life. So at first it was my little sister and now it's my niece and nephew. I honestly just like dressing up and like taking them trick-or-treating. It's just, it's real cute because I get so excited you know, sometimes they knock on a door and an old woman will say, Jesus loves you, like a woman did to me when I was like nine. Um, she sm- must have smelt the gay on me. I don't know. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> she smelled it. She was scared she was going to catch it. She was like, Jesus loves you, girl. <laughs> I, uh, I grew up in a super small town here in the middle of nowhere. Most would consider it. So I we actually had the drive between houses for trick-or-treating there was no walking around the neighborhood um there was a few houses close enough to where you could like jet over across a yard or something um but yeah no for the most part definitely um just hopping in and out of the back of my mom's vehicle (laughs) running up to houses all like 12 okay so wait that makes sense that makes sense because you know that to me means you never really had like a true Halloween experience as a kid as far as trick-or-treating goes because also too because I mean I also lived like next to like a really bougie area so we would go and just like walk up these gigantic hills to these rich people's houses and they would never get trick-or-treated because they didn't want to walk up with these big-ass hills so we get these king-size bars and it was like oh man they're like oh we haven't had any trick-or-treaters they just dumped the whole box in our also (laughs) only OGs will know this we would use pillowcases. I don't want no little pumpkin, no little pumpkin ba- baskets. We would use pillowcases. Sometimes the legit pillowcases we were already using, so like Lion King or like Space Jam or whatever it was, <laughs> we'd take pillowcases, look like Santa Claus with our candy. <laughs> I'm here for okay, that. Okay, so here's a good one. This is like similar but different. So with all the scary stuff, how do you feel about weighted blankets? I've never actually used one, so I'm not sure I'm qualified to. I don't know if I'm qualified to give my opinion. My <laughs> Y'all, my if mom, you could see my mouth right now, it's completely yeah, dropped to the floor. The looks is giving me <laughs> If looks could kill, folks. If looks could kill. Oh, my no. Mom, my mom makes these super nice, super soft quilts from scratch. She'll buy oh, wow. the material and the stuffing and hand sew them and then machine them around. And my entire life as the only blanket I've ever 
just I have I don't even know how many of them I have. I harass her for a new one every year in the winter when she <laughs> makes them. Um, but yeah, no, my little sister loves weighted blankets. Um, so she would probably consider them amazing and properly rated at amazing. Yeah, I would, I would even I would even go as far as maybe saying that they're slightly underrated only because of the fact that I feel like there are people who still don't realize how amazing they are simply because they don't have one such as yourself uh whether it's because like they don't have one like I have one specifically to get a little real I have one specifically because I have anxiety so when I use it it literally feels like a hug like a gigantic hug um but it also does keep you super super warm so it is the jam. Um, so yeah, I would I would go as far as saying they're definitely properly rated, but slightly underrated because they are just. You hear that, guys? Chef's kiss. Mom, to make me a weighted blanket, just combine the two art forms yeah. and you know, <laughs> make that bad boy like a solid fifteen pounds. I guess I don't know how much a weighted blanket weighs. Yeah, I mean, the one I had, it's like, they, they say to get it, like, a percentage of your body weight, but you can really just get one that's, like, whatever one works for you. Like, mine is 10 pounds, uh, and that's perfect for me, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I think they the, the highest one I've seen someone have is, like, 15. So, I think 20 would just feel like a workout at that point. <laughs> I have with my mom. Maybe we'll get some homemade point blanket uh, or point blank weighted blankets out to the world for everybody that would be fire that would be fire uh all right you go i'm gonna take kind of a left turn on this one uh <laughs> pimple popping videos all right i'm gonna have there. you say that two more times as fast as possible pimple popping videos i nailed it <laughs> Uh, okay. First of all, did you put this on here because you watch pimple popping videos, or I'm gonna need to have some backstory there. on this? I put it on there because the first time that I was flipping through the channel and I saw a legit or the TV and saw a legit TV show called Doctor Pimple Popper, I became <laughs> engaged, dude. That made me so mad, and then. Yeah, I learned that that's a whole, there's entire subreddits dedicated to, like, pimple popping, Twitter accounts, TikTok, and, oh my god, I cannot think of a worse way. Honestly, I can't think of a worse way for someone to spend their time other than scrolling through videos of pimples being popped. By amateurs <laughs> and doctors alike. Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> being popped. <laughs> I, need, I need the world to understand. Uh, you know what I love about is... this so far? is We have not really uh, talked about basketball like at all, almost. This is wonderful. No need. Wait, so what do you rate it? What's your rating of it? It was Barkley, though, at the beginning, so... That's true. Uh, it, like like a baby, like a baby back yeah. bitch mention of Charles yeah. Marshall, or as Lil Scrappy would say, Biznai mention. <laughs> yeah, he does I not. Forgot about. I forgot about that guy. 
Oh yeah. Uh he is uh oh, we're not even gonna rate him. Go ahead. What is your rating of pimple popping videos? It's <laughs> the most overrated thing of all time. The fact wow. that there's a TV show that there is somebody being paid, I would assume a lot, to be on TV to talk about and to pop pimples. A little bit of faith in humanity. That's fair. Uh, I will say the art of popping pimples uh, is quite satisfying. I don't want to watch somebody else that I do not know, especially not like intimately. I will say like plucking a gray hair, popping a pimple is a lovely pastime. You know, we'll get real. Um, a time but and I, a place. There is a time and a place with certain. If it's not with you, if it's not by yourself, with like a certain person that you intimately know. But other than that, uh, yeah, nah, I'm not trying. Because also, those pimple popping videos are absolutely disgusting. That's how I feel too about like scary movies. Because it's like, when am I ever going to be in the mood to put something like that on? I'm not trying to be in the mood to be scared. No. That makes me feel that's like that's just gonna trigger a whole lot of like anxiousness. Why would I do that? I'm a you know I'm a vibey person. I'm not trying to feel that way. So why am I gonna why am I gonna put myself in a spot to feel like I want to throw up? <laughs> I have been to exactly one haunted house, like the haunted houses that pop up everywhere. I've been yeah. to exactly one in eighth grade. I'm scared of the dark. Legitimately, like a phobia of the dark as a full I am 30 years old for those listening not seven just so we're clear <laughs> bro we are but, way more alike than I even knew <laughs> yeah I'm terrified of the dark uh, one haunted house I despised every second of it um, it's a place called Fright Farm in southern Pennsylvania it's still open every year people love it there's like concerts it's a whole thing but nope it just made the amount of anxiety I feel when I know something's about to scare me, but I don't know exactly when or where. Oh, man. I okay, wait. It. I have the best transition because I felt a, a, a type of way about this, but now I've, I might feel different because I feel like it might get me ready to live in a, in a world where there might be an a, apocalypse or something where we might have to, like, battle folks. Uh, how do you feel... <laughs> How do you, and it's okay, and also fun fact, y'all, me and Derek met living in Colorado, so, you know, it's one of the healthiest states in these United States of America, Um, so, Sir Derek, (laughs) how do you feel about CrossFit? I feel like I would 100% hurt myself doing (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> them box jumps though them box like, jumps <laughs> the pull-ups i've seen people in crossfit do look like my arms would just completely yeah. dislocate from the rest of my body <laughs> i'm dead right now <laughs> absolutely um, deceased <laughs> I, I don't know if i know enough about the mechanics and actual science of it to give it a whole rating but i am almost positive i would hurt myself severely if mm. I were to maybe even step foot in a CrossFit gym, those pull-ups just look painful. Yo, I honestly feel like it is one of the most overrated um, fitness f- phenomenons of our time. And I would even go as, go as far as saying it's beyond our time. 
um, I'd rather do jazzercise uh, or um, sweating with the oldies. You know, well, because this is my problem with it. One, it feels feels very culty. Uh, two, it feels like everyone just automatically is swole. Like just, and I know that's not a word, y'all, but follow me. But they are. They're just like they have like their their neck. Their necks have muscles. You know those people where their necks could like flex for you. That shit is wrong. I don't know how that. How do you just automatic? And it's not. I'm not. And I'm not shaming anybody. But what I mean by that is. Is they those are the people that come up to you and they're like everybody could do this and they come into the gym looking like that. I'm like, you mean to tell me my juicy ass can jump on that box that is ten feet off the ground and then come back down and do that thirty more times? All no, within no. like twenty five seconds. Not okay, so, it. right. So there's like an efficiency and agility. Like the the speed, and then like you have to be accurate because, like you said, or else you will lose your face, dislocate things that shouldn't be dislocated ever in life, like your elbow. That just sounds painful. Um, and then it's also hella expensive. So I'm just like, even on Groupon, it's expensive. So I wanted to try it. You know, yeah, I've known folks that have loved it, and that's great. I'm all here for whatever makes anyone happy and pushes their lives forward. But personally, for me, uh, that ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah, you will probably never <laughs> see me in a CrossFit gym, mostly for being scared of injury. No, you will lose but I will a say, shin on those boxes. Oh, for sure. I will say, though, for whatever reason, people who go to CrossFit always have the dopest dogs, and they're always really well-trained. So the dogs just like kick it at the CrossFit gyms. And I remember living in Colorado, the person I was with at the time, like loved to go to CrossFit. And there's always these like super dope dogs. So I would, I would be that person that like, you know, the person that goes to a party just to like hang out with the dog or the child. I was that person. I would go to the CrossFit gym just to hang out with the dogs. <laughs> manages the golf course that I go to has this yellow lab named um, Muffin. <laughs> that thing just rides in the golf cart while this dude goes around, like, check sprinkler heads, check the greens, and that old lab just like, <laughs> just doing dog stuff. Like, if I tried to take my dog Sam to a golf course where there's just, like, balls flying through the air and people, hey, yo. I would lose him into a pond. He would dig holes in the sand traps. I am always very impressed when people have dogs that they can go do a whole CrossFit workout and the dog's just like, oh, nice. Well done. Yeah. yeah. You killed that. Yeah. Sam's like yeah. half Tasmanian devil. Oh, it's yeah. And there's also thing. in CrossFit, it has like its own vocabulary. What do they call it? Imams? Every minute on the minute. I'm like, Oh, no. I got to learn a whole new language, too? I don't know about all that. I'm just barely trying to learn Spanish. <laughs> Time CrossFitters don't tell me how to live when I'm at the gym. <laughs> exactly. I will do it on the minute that I choose to do it. <laughs> Might be 10 from now. I don't know. I don't know. Whenever my ass recovers from the shin injury, my also dislocating my elbow. Oh, and let me pick up my ego that I left on that mat over there. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to the next one where my shins quit bleeding, asshole. Yeah, for real. Like, oh, the PTSD is <laughs> so real. Um, anyways, 
I've said my piece about CrossFit. You go ahead, sir. What is your next topic? (laughs) (laughs) How about you do another topic? We'll take a quick five and then we'll we'll come back and and, and finish this out. Very controversial. I have been absolutely, oh man, people have crucified me for bringing this up, but I don't care. I'm going to speak my piece. I find buffalo sauce extremely overrated. Wow. It's vinegary. It makes my mouth feel like it's sunburnt. I I hate it. You didn't it just makes, say sunburnt. So what is your al- what so wait? So what is your aloe vera when you eat it? I think that doesn't exist. Uh, that element doesn't exist on earth. Ranch? So you just is have to drink. I mean, ranch <laughs> will be the closest or beer, but I, I mean, hear your aloe vera to your sunburn. Not mixed together. Sauce. I need okay. to. I need to put that out there. Not ranch and beer mixed together. That is foul. One or the other. I wanted to I'm be like, very clear about that. I'm I don't like, want oh, to is that a West Virginia from, thing. I don't want to hear from people on Twitter. You're sick. What's wrong with you? No. One of the in your, men, in your mentions. Yes. Yeah. Don't at me about buffalo sauce. I'll light you up. But, um, yeah, I've always hated it. Um, my dad and my little sister, if we all go out to, like, a wings-type spot, they will get the absolute, like, hottest thing they can get. And I'm like, oh, let me – can I get 10 of those Parmesan garlics, please? <laughs> so is it, just, is it just buffalo sauce or is it, like, anything – because buffalo can be spicy, but, like – do you like spicy wings too? Spicy food. I'm a huge punk about spicy food. Oh, um, so it all makes naive. my mouth feel yeah. It all makes my mouth feel sunburned. That's the only thing I can like. Sunburned yeah, of death. <laughs> equate it to because there's no escaping a sunburn until it's gone. Like no. you can put the lotion on, but when you try to sleep, it's still there. And yeah, I hate that's hilarious spicy though. Food. Think about it though. Some, you know how some words. So you saying spicy made me think of this. So you know how some words, when you say them, they just automatically have a sound attached to it, like "ooh, spicy." Like your voice can even change. It's like you can hear it. You can hear the spice. It's funny. So my my niece is three, and like she, obviously she's three. She's running all over the place, so she falls and gets you know little cuts and stuff everywhere all the time. And uh, one time she fell and she ran over to me and she was like. She, she has a. I'm not gonna reveal it to the to the podcast listeners what my specific auntie name is. We'll just say that she ran up to me and said auntie, even though that's not what she calls me. Uh, <laughs> it's a variant of Coco. Okay. Um, she said, like she said, auntie, I cut myself. Like I, I heard my, I cut myself. Like oh, I was like, oh no. She's like, I fell. Like I got a boo boo. And I was like, oh, no. And I said, does it sting? And she sort of just looked at me like, I don't know what that means. It sting. And I was like, but she has had hot food. So she knows what it means to be something means to be spicy. So I said, oh, baby girl, is it spicy? She, man, tell me why she knew right away what I meant. She was like, oh, yeah, it's spicy. It's spicy. <laughs> so now not only do I use spicy, because like my friend Erin says, she goes, she'll say like, well, that person's a little spicy today. So not only do I use the word spicy to explain somebody's attitude, but also for boo-boos with babies. So just FYI, because I know you're That's an uncle as well. Hilarious. So, so whenever a kid is like, oh, I got cut, be like, oh, is it spicy? And they will know right away. So 
I love that you, <laughs> but I also love that you just said that your mouth feels like it's sunburnt. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> Spicy makes me feel, and I hate it. Not sun bleach like in SpongeBob, just sunburnt. Just burnt. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob. So, reference. I, you know, I always got them references. Uh, you know what? I will say that buffalo sauce. It could be overrated. I think it. I think it's time for another sauce to have its time. Wings to now, like there's like dip, like buffalo chicken dip. And there's buffalo chicken pizza, which don't even get me started on ruining a good pizza with buffalo <laughs> sauce. <laughs> but I Yo, feel like it's become such so a thing. Spicy. Like, yeah. Yeah. So spicy. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo sauce. The moment, like, legit pizza spots, like Domino's, whatever, do what you want. Bunch of heathens. <sighs> but the moment legit pizza spots, we've got this buffalo chicken, and I'm like, I Oh, um, no. That's, wow. Okay, wait. I do have one more before we go to break because we're talking about food and it's funny because this is this buffalo <laughs> sauce and it being, like, highly overrated. Um, This one's a toughie, though, because this one could be depending if you make it or if you go somewhere. So my, my, my ratings are different based on if you make it yourself or if you go somewhere. Okay, so avocado toast. If you go somewhere, see, I, I'm very specific. This is similar to the Thanksgiving throwdown in, in the way that I'm going to explain this. Remember how we said, like, oh, I've had this somewhere and it was garbage, but when my mom makes it, it's good. Um, the avocado toast, I will say, I'm not about to pay $17, Los Angeles, for a piece of sourdough with some part of an avocado that's not so great, a little brown, with a little bit of salt and pepper on it hell no and some and some sprouts no baby girl no but um somebody that i used to be with uh used to make avocado toast and it was the most fire toast i have ever had like above all toasts uh it was a piece of whatever kind of bread oh man like lit she would take the avocado, perfectly mash it, spritz like lemon on And I was always like, she's like, you know how to do it. And I'm like, yeah, but like, it's always whenever somebody else makes you food, it always just tastes better. So yeah, I knew how to do it. But I was like, when you make it, it just tastes like I'm walking on water. I don't even know. So she would like mash up the avocado perfectly, spritz the lemon on there, put like a little, I want to say it was like, oh yeah, it was like cayenne pepper, sometimes like a little turmeric, I want to say. A little razzle-dazzle. Yo. And then some like black pepper, and then sometimes she would put on the first layer some pesto because I love pesto. Dog. Next level. Next level. So that that was was highly underrated, but the other one? Every time I see it on a menu out, I'm like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck that black ass. You're so toast. disrespectful for that. $17 a toast. <laughs> Nonsense, sir. Nonsense. Um, every time I've tried to make it myself, I'm not a good cook. So, disclaimer there. Um, I don't enjoy cooking. Uh, chefs are really good at cooking and they enjoy it. So, I would rather just pay them a reasonable amount of money and have them do their thing for me because they're better at it in every way. 
So every time I've tried to make avocado toast, it came out poorly. Maybe a lack of effort on my part, admittedly. That's <laughs> probably plays into it. I'm but, like, uh, dog, you have heard of Pinterest, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just YouTube it. You can just Google that. Yeah, but yeah. There was a few spots in Denver where, um, yeah, a lot, uh, lot of extra cool stuff that I don't know what it was. Uh, one had some thinly sliced red onions on there, which I'm a huge fan of onions. That was really mm. good. A little weird for breakfast. Um, Got to go home and brush your teeth directly after that one to keep your day going. But <laughs> solid nonetheless. So I would have to opposite of agree with you. When I make it at home, very overrated. I see I see what you guys do on Pinterest. Good on you. Um, I guess I don't have the time nor energy to spend yeah. on vegetable yeah. toast. I, or is avocado a fruit? I don't know. doesn't matter. Um <laughs> It's but out there. It's in the produce section. When there's a professional who's like, oh, I kind of make avocado toast for a living a lot. It's like, do you? Let's see what you got. And it's always so much better. I like how you put avocado toast in the realm of chef's work. <laughs> when it's probably like the hostess that goes back there and is like, oh, yeah, let me fuck up this avocado <laughs> toast real quick. They probably let me... just have that, that shit's pre-made sitting in like a fridge. You know? There's probably the hostess that like the host of the hostess that puts the bread the bread in the toaster and she's like, <laughs> Let me let me razzle dazzle this one time. It probably is. It's sort of like how the, the nurses are really the doctors. They really do the work. Guarantee you it's them them servers and the hosts and hostesses who are back there killing it on the avocado toast. No tips like they should. I'm telling you, dog, that's probably how it goes. You how little time I spend actually preparing food. It's oh, like, oh, man. avocado toast? What do I look like? Gordon Ramsay over here? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, this fool just put filet mignon and avocado toast essentially in the same category. Uh, all right yeah. i'm gonna need some time like maybe like a minute or two to just digest everything that we just <laughs> talked about and i'm i feel like our listeners all two of y'all i'm just playing um our listeners I appreciate it <laughs> we appreciate you though uh no i feel like we're gonna take a little break we'll come back and then i don't but i feel like whoever is listening though is not ready for the rest of this list so stay tuned y'all we will be right back All right, well, Derek, I feel like we kept our promise. We just went through, count it, four, zero, 40 minutes of nonsense. Uh, we <laughs> True to form, you and me, 40 minutes of absolute nonsensical spicy chatter. Uh, but I'm here for it. So I feel like uh, true to form as well in the first segment. I'm going to let you kick us off, hopefully with a bang. Don't hit me with no overrated stuff. <laughs> Just playing. Do you think? What's, what's the first topic? <laughs> All right. Just plain, a good old-fashioned cup of plain black coffee with no flavors, no razzle-dazzle, just a piping hot cup of black coffee. Mm. 
overrated, criminally underrated. Okay, so I'm going to take it that you can drink a cup of black piping hot coffee. Is it correct? It's a day. Wait, you cut, day. Out, you, you, cut, you cut out a little bit. What was that? It's a day. Three to five times a day. I drink wow. three to four cups of black, just black hot coffee. I love a good iced coffee. Nice iced coffee, a little half and half. I'll kill them all day. But in the wintertime, um, yeah, just a night. Like, there is no less than – there's travel mugs sitting all over my desk right now. Uh, um, I feel like this would be a perfect time to play Ain't Nothing But a G Thing because uh, I don't think my system would know what to do with a straight-up cup of black coffee. <laughs> Oh, man. I feel like only real ones can really drink oh. a straight up cup of black coffee, dog. Also, the fact that it's piping hot. Um, I'm the person, I'm not 30 yet, but I'm 29, 30 in May, um, who will go to, you know, your local Starbucks and ask for a hot drink at Child's Temp. Because if I don't get it at Child's Temp, I will burn Child. my mouth for at least a month's worth of probably delicious food. So <laughs> I didn't even know Child's Temp was an option. Oh yeah, dog. It's probably on the secret menu, but I didn't figure it out. <laughs> the code. Congratulations. Essentially no, what um, that means is is you're able to drink it off top. Like you don't have to wait. Because my thing is is whenever I get a hot co- a hot coffee like of sorts, I always wait. I wait so I don't burn my mouth, but then I wait too long, and then it might as well have been an iced coffee because it's just I missed my window it's because I was so scared of burning the roof with my mouth and everything in there. <laughs> it's all about timing, but um, yeah, I think uh, just a nice, strong. At like eight thirty in the morning, maybe you have a little bagel going on too, or a donut. <laughs> Oh, Say goodness. less. Say yeah. less. <laughs> Drink more plain black coffee. That caffeine buzz will <laughs> hit you like a freight train to make it strong enough. But you know what? Yeah, I can appreciate underrated. that. I'm gonna piggyback off that. Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off that and ask uh, your thoughts on. Hmm, actually, I'm not gonna piggyback off that. Well, yeah, why not? What are your thoughts on pumpkin spice lattes? Or just pumpkins, pumpkins, pumpkin anything. Pumpkin spice anything. On this particular subject. Um, pumpkin pie, one of my all-time favorite desserts yeah. on earth. Love it. These cake are easily my top two favorite desserts of all time. Mm-hmm. A pumpkin cheesecake, wouldn't know what to do with myself. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not like the pumpkin flavor in in drink form, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah, pumpkin spice latte. I'm actually overall just not a huge fan of a lot of extra of really any flavors in my coffee. Um, if I drink hot coffee, it's plain black. If I drink iced coffee, there's a little cream in there to. I don't know. <laughs> that way. 
there's no science behind it. That's just why I like it. But um, yeah, yeah, not a huge fan of the pumpkin flavor when it's in drink form. We'll eat it. No, that's that's fair. Uh, were you gonna say even what? Food, like my mom yeah. makes this thing called a pumpkin roll, which is like this pumpkin bread, but there's cream cheese involved and. Oh man, so good. Could eat them all day long, but can't get into it when it's in liquid form. That's fair. I also feel like, okay, so my, I feel like pumpkin spice is, pumpkin spice lattes and the coffee part of it is overrated, but I do like um, other things. Like one of my favorite things is banana, is banana chocolate chip bread. Like I had a friend make me a whole loaf and actually I might've sent you a picture of it a couple years ago. Do you remember when I, it was 2019 for my birthday, a coworker used to make, she was like a celebrity baker um, and she stopped baking, but she actually came, quote unquote, came out of retirement to make me this cake. And it was the, the Laker cake. Yeah. yeah. And then she put the Point Blank Buckets logo on it. That cake was actually gluten-free and vegan. And it was a banana um, chocolate chip cake, which is like my favorite type of just like bread. So I do like when they have pumpkin mix and then I put like chocolate chips in that. That's fire. Um, I agree. I like the taste of pumpkin. Um, but sometimes like the taste of pumpkin in liquid form feels like a kick in the gut. Like it's too strong. Um, I had a friend who used to work at Starbucks. She actually showed us like the sheet of how many pumps of pumpkin that they do put in those lattes and those drinks. And it makes a lot of sense because it's so much. And then with the, the spice on top, it's like spicy, salty. We've been saying all those words a lot today. But it's <laughs> accurate. Because, uh, yeah, I, they put so much of it in there that it's like, you're going to feel full right now. <laughs> fall put you to taste Yeah, it's like, uh, fall up in your membrane. <laughs> it's like, okay, damn. Um, but I do, I will say, I feel like I have to get one at least each season, um, whether it's hot or iced. Um, and if I do, I'll go to my friend's shop. By the way, shout out to folks. If you're listening in the Ventura County, Los Angeles area, there is a shop called 507 in Thousand Oaks owned by two of my best friends. And it is delicious. That's where you should get your pumpkin spice lattes, not Starbucks. If you're in the area. Anyways. That is my thoughts on pumpkin spice. Dig, dig it, yeah. Love it in food. Don't like it in liquid. My dog's going nope. crazy downstairs. I don't know if you guys can hear him. Yeah, He's I can hear Samuel. He's a lunatic. <laughs> All right, hit me, hit me with your next one. <laughs> um, I find the we're going drinks again. I find Sprite to be very underrated. Ooh. Okay. Talk about spicy. That's a cold spicy. When Yo, fresh. tell me why. Tell me yeah. why. Sprite, a cold Sprite and a cold ginger ale are spicy. Pretty your eye, dude. That is a, that's a gut punch. That is, <laughs> and truly, bad. they helped your gut as well. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about um, good yeah. gut health. Sprite saves lives, dude. Um, Sprite saves dude. lives. I'm dead. <laughs> If you, you young kid in the 90s, you stayed home, you were drinking, you got a tummy ache, you were drinking mad Sprites, eating. Yo, my dad, my dad would bring over 7-Up and Sprite. 
and ginger ale actually i don't know if that was a cultural thing as well i know hella black people that always just like ginger ale is the cure for everything (laughs) many white people that feel the same so (laughs) (laughs) many many white people (laughs) yes okay so is, is sprite like is there ever a time when you're like damn Damn, I could really go for a Sprite right now. My favorite soda, easily. If I'm about to buy, like, any sort of, like, carbonated beverage that's bad for me, it's going to be Sprite. And preferably a spicy boy in a can. It's just been chilling in the freezer for all day or the fridge all day. I want that first drink to make me cry a little bit. Um, I think it's when you have to like take a step back and put your hand over your heart. That's when you know that shit is really hidden. It's yeah. really hidden because you're like, whoa, 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 whoa! I, we just met, <laughs> you and me, me, you and me, homie. We just, we just, me? we just met. Sprite can. We just uh, met. Give it, give it a second. <laughs> in this little gas station in my hometown, the one gas station in my hometown. I was gonna say, like, how many uh, y'all got, dog? <laughs> The same amount, same number of stop signs we have. One. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but they used to sell Coke and Sprite and root beer in the glass bottles. Oh. A nice, ooh, a nice Sprite from a glass bottle. That hits Good different. Lord. Yeah, that hits different. Root beer from a Chinese food and root beer. Is the most underrated food and drink combo of all time. I would, Anytime I would I get say Chinese food, it's root beer. I would say too, whenever I get like truly, truly authentic Mexican food, which by the way, you have to come to LA and get some true authentic Mexican food. I also was just in San Diego and that is even truer Mexican food. Uh, but every time I get like really authentic Mexican food, I have to have orange soda preferably the Haritos, the mandarin one slaps like it is just that is that is spicy goodness uh, I had a few of those in my day and they are crazy good they still oh use real sugar the mexican oh soda companies use like sugar cane sugar yeah which, it hits whew. it hits and then it doubles oh as like a dope ass like vase so which by the way let me pivot because that's the next one I have, or one of the next ones. Um, I'm going to be real disappointed if you say that these things are underrated. Or, sorry, overrated. I might go through the Zoom screen and slap you. Because uh, I'm staring at one beauty right here. And, and by the way, I did used to feel differently about them because I just didn't really care. But now they're just like an element of my soul. How do you feel, sir? One right answer to this. How do you feel... <laughs> about houseplants. I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, what is she, <laughs> what is she sitting beside and staring at? Is it going to be an animal, a person? A, what? Nah, it's houseplants. just me, dog. <laughs> nope. Big fan. Um, I grew up in the absolute middle of nowhere. So when I moved to the downtown Denver area, uh, I lived, essentially, most people consider I lived in a forest. I grew up on a farm that was just surrounded by trees and stuff. So, yeah, always needed a little uh, a little green. Nice little, just feels more 
homie, I guess, for me growing up in the woods. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, it's funny. I used to like not really have an opinion at all about houseplants. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't really care. But I'll be honest. I think it was like, I think I just didn't know. I think I just was being silly and was like, I, I didn't want to like be embarrassed because I didn't have the knowledge of them. But really, that's what it was. I just wasn't knowledgeable. Because uh, I literally also feel like I live in like an art gallery jungle now. It's just like pictures of like beautiful, picturesque, like African queen looking <laughs> women and a Keith Haring poster uh, with like monsteras and <laughs> pothos that are like climbing around the pictures. It's just, it's a vibe. So uh, I really think though too, like there's so much that can come from certain plants, from all plants, but like certain plants are air purifying. Um, the ways that you can like clip them and plant and make more, uh, how resilient they are. I feel like it's very similar to like our own journeys in the sense that like, yeah. You know, sometimes we just need more sun. Sometimes we need more water. Uh, we need to be resituated, aka we need to move. Uh, I don't know. I feel like plants tell like their own beautiful stories that are a great reminder to us as human beings. So um, I would like to to acknowledge that uh, my previous partner definitely put me on game about plants, and that's something that I will be forever grateful for because. They're everywhere now, and I constantly am also thinking about where else I could get them. <laughs> so. I need a new plan. I need a new fern. Right? You would. Uh, you would have a lot to talk about with my mom. My parents' house is just completely filled with with plants. Man, I gotta come. I gotta. I really do need to come and like meet your mom and your dad and like just your your famo. Yeah. West yeah. by God. You used to West... be able to buy. <laughs> you used to be able to buy shirts around Morgantown, where West Virginia University is, that just yeah. said West fucking Virginia. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! The whole crowd almost choked of in my body Basketball water. games would be wearing those shirts. <laughs> I Yo, have. I want to like go back 100%. and watch. Yo, that's. Oh, that's awesome. I want to, like, go back and watch an old West Virginia game just to look at the student section and, like, find, like, a whole row of, like, West fucking Virginia people. <laughs> um, fun fact, Michael Vick, his little brother came to Morgantown to play against the Mountaineers when he was quarterbacking for Virginia Tech. WVU student section is what? It's top ranked in the country. Morgantown's always super hard to play because there's nothing else here to do as far as sports goes. There's no pro teams for people to care about. Like, yeah. WVU sports is life here. Yeah. And he flipped our student section off. He got tackled <laughs> out of bounds and got up. Our student section was being wild as usual, shouting. And, yeah, he just gives whole student section two Double middle bird. up right <laughs> on the ESPN. And I was like, damn. <laughs> But oh, you can still man. find that on a lot of like highlight WVU tapes on YouTube. That's um, wild. But yeah, come out. You go to a WVU basketball game. Those shits get lit. That would be They're honestly that'd be dope. Super fun. That would be dope. All right, what you got? How many more do you have? As many as we want, really. But yeah. how, but go ahead. Yeah, they keep coming. Um. All right. You're probably going to disagree with me, given your uh, Los Angeles upbringing, but I find winter very underrated. I'm a huge fan of winter time. 
I, hence my five-year stint in Colorado. Uh, snowboarding, love it. Driving in the winter sucks, but whatever. Snowboarding's awesome. Winter camping, when you get those tents, those teepee tents with the stove in it and the little Ooh. chimney pipe, just chilling in a snowy field in the Rocky Mountains, feeling like a Lewis and Clark or something. I don't know. <laughs> Pioneer, pioneer life out there. <laughs> um, love the winter. Um, I don't like being super hot. I find summer overrated at times. Um, huh. I'm see this evening. I'm throwing shade at summer. Buffalo sauce. <laughs> Fuck the world. We, we, <laughs> we said it was going to be like this. Uh, <laughs> I came off top talking about calling Charles Barkley a biznai. Yeah, uh, I don't want I don't want the smoke, Charles. I don't want the smoke. Um, I don't know if either of us do. That's I don't want the smoke. Point. I'm just letting you know, right? That's a big that's a big dude. That's a lot of donuts. Um, that's a lot. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I swag wise, I have always loved winter more. Um, I like the vibe of fall. Um. But I've always loved winter. Like my favorite, my favorite, uh, what's it called? Season is spring because one, it's funny. As soon as I said that, I immediately re- was, re- was reminded of that scene in Miss Congeniality when she's like, when she answers that question, she goes, what's the perfect date? And she goes, April 25th, because all you need is a light jacket. It's like not too hot, not too cold. <laughs> All you need is a light jacket. <laughs> so I love spring because honestly, that's what I think of too. I'm like, damn, you can do anything. My birthday's in spring and I've always been able to do whatever I wanted for my birthday, which was dope. But like winter, I agree. Like I, to be honest, have never gone snowboarding or skiing because uh, I'm that person that thinks that I'm, especially at this stage of my life, that I'm just going to finally go be hyped and then tear my ACL and I'm out the game. Um <laughs> so <laughs> I'm coordinated on the court, on the field. I can play, I can play basketball, I can do some soccer, I play football, whatever. But get me on like skates or a board and it's messy. The descriptive words, we're just gonna keep coming with them tonight. Yeah, it's a problem. It's messy. Do you remember 90s Disney original movie, Johnny Tsunami? Okay, wait, before you get into that. That is one of the underrated, overrated topics. So hold that thought. Because I want you to go into... Or no, wait, wait. We can just go right into it. Never mind. You already went. I was going to say you want you to go into yours. That, that, folks, is the next topic. Disney Channel original movies. Move forward with your point. Because we already know. We already know they are perfectly rated. They are so dope. But I'm talking original, original, original movies like the one that you just mentioned, Johnny Tsunami. Me, that's the whole reason I started snowboarding. That came out when I was like seven or eight years old. Saw it. I was like, Mom, I need a snowboard for Christmas, and nothing else will do. Life and not give me one. And Damn, what were, bless her, she did. What were they called? It was the urchins and the and Scott in the skies. Yeah. Yes. Tips up, Sky. Keep your tips up. <laughs> the soundtrack of that movie was insane as well. I literally just... just thought of the song when they're like, when all of a sudden he goes from being like on the bunny, the bunny slopes to to scaling Mount Everest. And I'm like, bro, wait, you just went, what? 
for the first like four or five years, I was nobody in my family. Do you remember what? Like skateboarding, yeah, rocket yeah. power. All right, y'all. Wouldn't be wouldn't be technology if there weren't some uh, tech technical difficulties, if you will. But we are back at it. We were talking about uh, Johnny Tsunami and the skies of the urchins and the. That's such a good point, though. Uh, the soundtracks in Disney Channel original movies, Ooh. I feel like, too, they also, like, in a lot of movies in the 90s and early 2000s, they used the same songs over and over and over again. And they don't yep. really do that anymore. You don't really see that anymore. But they did. They used a lot of the same songs on repeat. Do you remember uh, the Disney Channel movie Brink? Oh my God! The, ro- dude. the roller bro- roll eh, roller blading teenagers soul skaters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. You say you say. Do you remember? As if I haven't watched this like in the recent past, like <laughs> very recent past. I've gotten roasted by Actually. all of my friends about this, and my mother that like I love Disney Channel original movies. I don't care the quality of the acting. Like Xenon and Protozoa, that song. Yo, those movies hit. Yep. (laughs) Um, So nostalgic. It just takes me like right back to, yeah, sitting in my mother's (laughs) living room with my little sister eating chicken strips or some chicken fish. Yo. I as a youth. Spaghettios. I had chicken strips the other day at a happy hour, and it was so nostalgic. Oh, mm. but what I was, I was gonna say, you remember that movie Double Teamed? Basketball twins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, and they had like telepathic thoughts about like where yes. the other one was gonna be. Okay, so my brother was the other day. I was with him, and he was like, he's telling me he's going to his friend's wedding soon. And I was like, oh, like where's where's the wedding? He's like, Palace Verdes. Tell me why my first thought was, oh, the t- like the team is double teamed? Because I, like, what? Why is my brain wired like this? Why am I like this? <laughs> dude, oh, this dude almost fell out. Movie from 30 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I literally was like, hold up. Like, and he looked at me and he was like, are you serious, dog? Like, from, like, from the, I was like, yes, that's what came to mind. <laughs> Don't pal- judge me. They were like the Palace Verdes, and they were like some like underwater. Yeah, I don't even. Oh, oh. Yeah. Speaking of that, what about uh? That one's actually quality wise is per e- No, not even e- not even probably is easily hands down the worst. Uh, the thirteenth year. I'm gonna need you to go watch that for research purposes. It is the worst movie of is all. That the mermaid. Channel. Is he a mermaid? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. like a merman. Where yeah. are you watching these recently at? Yo, Disney Plus. Oh, man, I even have Disney Plus. I didn't even... God, I'm a real disappointment to myself. <laughs> oh, Yo, man. We need to... You know how people do, like, a Marvel rewatch for, like, Harry Potter? Oh, oh. We oh. need to have, like, a weekly so that at the end of every pod, we just talk about one Disney Channel original movie. Oh. <laughs> Deep dive. That. 
<laughs> I'm here for that. We oh, might have to start man. with the most garbage one, which is 13th year. Like, it's so it's nostalgic. Weird. But I'm telling you, it's it's cringy. It's real <laughs> cringy. It's so bad. <laughs> You're going to be like, damn, I thought this was... I thought this was like an Emmy nom. This deserved, <laughs> this deserved, this deserved like an Oscar nod. I thought like, the damn. director got his first Oscar off this shit. What? Yo, had to. Like, homie turned into a merman on the beach. Yep. I remember, I feel like I recall a scene of him like in a bathtub oh, with yeah. like oh, yeah. arm fins and a tail. Like totally trying, not to, trying not to die or whatever mermaids <laughs> do when they're not in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then, the, and then like that little short guy who was like a fisherman who was like, I know mermaids are real. And the whole town thought he was a loon, but he really like, he had it down to a science. Little guy yeah. had it done. He was so mad. He was so mad at the world. That's a guy who was mad at the world. That homie, he was like, mermaids are real. I'm telling you, dog, you have to watch it. It is I do hot garbage that is just, oh. it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. It's like so so beautiful and it's awful i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to hop on disney plus and see what's what yeah i'm gonna need what's you to going on in there see the, if y'all can see me I'm, I'm clapping my hands i'm gonna need you to tap in if you will there was one with frankie munez where he's like a box car oh miracle miracle in lane miracle one. in the second miracle in lane three or some something wait, 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 wild like wait. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, um, wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this. Frankie Muniz, Muniz is what it looks like. Oh wow, he's a he's a fourth generation. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, big fat liar! What a banger of a movie. Banger. <laughs> Absolutely banger. Banger rang. Banger rang. Uh, this is gonna bother me until we figure this out. Uh. I feel like it's called Miracle in Lane something. No, it's it's definitely that. Miracle in Lane 2. Wow, I said one, you said three. <laughs> well, we were both pretty close, so whatever. Nailed it. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, because he I gets like he... the, is it like the neighbor? There's like a neighbor guy who I think his son passed away. So he's like yeah, highly he's like... depressed. Yeah. yeah. But his son was a boxcar driver, and he finally gets him yeah. to like mentor him in boxcar racing. Classic feel-good Disney movie stuff, right there. Yeah, I think Frankie Muniz was in a wheelchair, and he got like disqualified for having a handbrake or something. Yeah, yeah. Adverse. Yeah. I think he had a little girlfriend or something. <sighs> had all the elements. Had some rom, some drum, some calm, good stuff all around. <laughs> some rom, some calm, some drum. <laughs> It's got it all, dude. I don't know what more you could ask for from a Disney movie from 1999 Yo, or 2000. Exactly. exactly. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, for let's let's tap into basketball just for a hot second. This one, uh, I cannot wait to hear your comments on. We're this is going to get right into roasting. It's going to get real spicy, y'all. Just, oh, just be prepared. Dear. Um, some people don't reveal. Um, I'm not a professional in any way as far as uh sports. Um. I am a working professional, but I'm not a professional journalist in any way. So I'm, I am able to, I mean, and also people do say what their teams are now. But the reason why I'm chopping this, chopping this all up in this way is to say, 
I am a diehard Lakers fan, and I have been since 1992. So I have no problem ever throwing shade at, at the JV team that is the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, so, 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 that's so disrespectful. It's per, you know it's it's per, 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 uh, per, uh, properly pretty rated. spot on. It's pretty spot on. Um, so, y'all, what I would like to discuss are Kawhi Leonard, who plays for the Clippers, specifically Kawhi Leonard's cornrows, um, because they are dry. They are mm, <laughs> not passably nappy. There is a passable level of nappy. His are not. Um, <laughs> his are not. His are not. Uh and also the longevity in which he has had his dry, nappy, probably dandruffy cornrows. Um, so I feel like I don't even know if this is an overrated, underrated, properly rated. I just think they need to go. Uh, yeah, this feels more like a burn <laughs> session than a overrated, <laughs> underrated discussion. Uh, Man, he's yeah. really riding that cornrow wave for all it's worth. He and, and you been... know what? Like, just just do a different design. Do something. Like, it's played out. There was one person who could wear cornrows in that exact style, but his were always fresh because his mom did them. On the she put some gel. Sometimes. Yes. That video is she... one of the best ever. She knew what pomade was. Why <laughs> Leonard? His literally looks like his look summer. His yeah. look summer. <laughs> and like he just woke up from the most epic nap at the same time. Because his hair be his hair be looking like Jack Sparrow's broken compass, just going in all different types of directions. Little baby hairs. I don't know what's happening up there. It's giving directions to satellites awesome. and <laughs> love Jack Sparrow, first of all. Good reference. You know, um, that's what I say. People are like, What direction are we going? And I'm like, I don't know. I might as well be Jack Sparrow with a broken compass. Don't ask me. Second, thank God for Google Maps, or I would spend all my time driving around aimlessly. Truly, I I feel like Kawhi Leonard might be the most boring NBA All Star that ever walked Earth. He signed with New Balance, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Any of it? Are you kidding me? Like, I go golf at this like it's just this tiny public course in Glenville, West Virginia." And the amount of old men I see golfing in New Balances is insane. So many of them. And <laughs> for whatever reason, Kawhi Leonard was like, mm, that's, my, that's my bread. Those are my guys. The New Balance guys. <sighs> I feel, so I feel like it's just very fitting that he would have some boring, unoriginal, dusty cornrows i will say dusty is probably the most disrespectful descriptive word um in the human language that's a rough one how do you recover from being called dusty like if someone ever like yo you dusty i'd be like damn you just go where's my weighted blanket yeah you just go (laughs) home and sulk in that one you let it marinate for a little bit and try to come back better right okay so perfect 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 piggyback and i'm gonna let you do too how do you feel? Because I said, uh, you know, what do you do? How do you recover? This is how you recover. You go home and you put on a great British baking show on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. 
not mad at that at all. Love because guess what? Them. Yeah, even if you can't bake or cook or whatever, they don't cook, they bake. Actually, they do have to cook some things to put on top of the bakes, but... Yeah, that's um, when shit gets real. When you're cooking to put things on your baked goods, you have transcended the regular person kitchen, and oh. I applaud for it. Oh, yeah, that's when you become Gordon Ramsay. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. It's more than just avocado toast, people. There's levels. There, there are absolutely levels to this. And there are levels to this show, because think about it. There's British people, and now there's people from all over the world, so it's like you get Italians, um, you know, you just all kinds of people, people from New Zealand or whatever. Wherever they are, they're dope. Um, all people, they're all dope. Um, <laughs> the, ho- the hosts are hilarious um, and corny at the same time, but it's like a heartfelt corny. And mm-hmm. like the, all the people have like dope accents and they're just, it's just so, the show itself feels like a weighted blanket. And also yeah. the talent that these people have simply from using flour to make yep. cakes and biscuits and muffins and like, what else have they made? All kinds of stuff. Like insane, the talent these people have. Uh, but also Flour, the, eggs, the, and milk. Yo, straight up. And then also the the uh, judges, when they throw shade, it doesn't feel like they're throwing shade. It's like a polite judgment. Yeah. yeah. She'll be like, she'll be like, oh, th- she'll take a bite of something and it's disgusting. She'll be like, like, and uh, us, we'd be like, this is hot garbage. She'll be <laughs> like, oh, this is a bit dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> that alone, I said that part alone. And my mom was hooked, and she's already watched like four seasons of the show. <laughs> this is dreadful. Yeah, she goes, "Oh, this is a bit dreadful." I'm like, "Damn, she just threw so much shade." It sounded like a he sounded like a Harry Potter character straight in up in that moment. Headmaster, yeah, <laughs> head teacher, whatever. Head, head teacher. <laughs> head teacher. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of all. Even, like I said earlier, I don't enjoy cooking, but I do like food shows. Um, yeah. Action Bronson has his own show that's called Fuck That's Delicious or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's so entertaining. He just goes and drinks wine, smokes blunts, and eats shit I've never heard of a lot of the oh, time. Yeah. And oh, yeah. who's the guy with the spiky white hair? Guy Fieri. <laughs> drive-ins diners and dives or something like that where he just goes to like crazy weird diners and random restaurants all over the country yeah i don't know why but i will sit there and watch this like old lady in kansas throw barbecue down for two hours if i'm given the opportunity to do so and just be mad that i can't do it it is it's such a great alternative to everything else that's on you know like sometimes you want to watch something serious sometimes you want to watch something that's like funny and like mindless but this is like a perfect combination of like i have such a respect for these people who have such a talent at something that like i don't even know if i could fathom honestly Mm -hmm. um and then they're also funny and like there's i don't know i get to learn about somebody else's part of the world and their family history i'm like dope sign me up so that was mine yours and Everybody listening, if you have a choice between watching any sort of food show or pimple popping videos, watch the food show or you're a weirdo. Oh. 
And don't wash it down. Mm-mm. Don't have that be like your entree. And then mm-hmm. the pimple popping show be your dessert. No. You know, I'm a, you know, what is, what is, what does she say in Fresh Prince? Mind your business. That's all. Just mind your business. <laughs> yes. So I'm a fully mind my business, but like, I feel like your business would be a lot more mindful and, mm-hmm. and, and just, just clear if you didn't, I would agree if you didn't indulge in the pop, pimple, <sighs> pimple popping videos, particularly <laughs> with a, with, with a plate of food in front of you or, or uh, one that you've already completed sends a shiver down my spine (laughs) gross proceed sir i find this to be extremely overrated the act of driving (laughs) i despise driving i've said it for no less than a decade at this point my main goal in life is to get rich enough to have a chauffeur to never drive again in my life I would rather have a chauffeur drive me in like a 1999 Nissan Altima than me myself drive in a brand new Mercedes. I hate driving. I hate traffic. I think high speed trains should go everywhere. I think I, (laughs) I hate. And now that I've relocated back to uh, my hometown, I mean, our closest Walmart or any grocery store is like 40 minutes away, 30. So, like, you have to drive pretty much every single day. And I hate it. And one of my best friends in the world, Britt, he's like, no, I really like driving. Like, if we would go on a road trip, he would always, he's like, no, I'll drive. I'm like, awesome. This is why you're my friend. Because you're like a little chauffeur that I don't have to pay. (laughs) I hate it. If y'all could see Derek's face right now, like, it is deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> Dude looks mad. <laughs> I'm the Even vein on my about, neck. The vein in my neck is going to start popping out. You couldn't talk to someone who feels more opposite about driving. <laughs> I have made ridiculous road trips in such a obscure amount of time <laughs> that, like, one shouldn't have to make road trips. Mm-mm. so many times like i've driven all up and down the coast of california i've driven on a whim to see friends and people like family members <coughs> all over the place uh i will take a i will get in the car just to go for a drive just to mm. hear some new music that is played through the car stereo Mm-mm. um but i will say to piggyback off of that Something I feel that is incredibly overrated, and this might be the Calif- the, specifically the Southern California popping out of me, is convertibles, I feel as though, are incredibly overrated. Mm-hmm. I think one of the main reasons is because I cannot, cannot stand the wind, and you're just creating your own. Like, it's mm-hmm. different than having your windows down. When oh, you put yeah. the whole, you drop the whole top, yeah. and then... And then as a woman with like longer hair or just, you know, anything that is just blowing all up in your face. And then you can get nope. dry skin. And anyone who knows me knows that my lotion regimen, my whole like face regimen is like, should be, should, should receive a, some sort of an award. Uh, I, I, every single time I go to Target, I buy a lotion, even if I don't need it. So 
That should tell you how moisturized I like to be. So being in a convertible <laughs> just sounds like absolute torture to my skin. Yep. And yeah, see, uh, mic drop. <laughs> hate him. Um, you can't wear a hat. Hate him. There's like a very good chance a bird could poop right on your noggin as you are cruising to like you drop the top on the way to like a date. You're going to meet someone you're kind of into bird pigeon shit. You're kind of into right on your head, dude. It don't matter. You're kind of into them. Yeah. Well, they're not into <laughs> you because you got pit on your head now. It's probably good luck though. The only mm. hat I feel like you could actually wear without falling off and it would p- protect you from the bird poop. It's mm. one of those umbrella hats that literally has a <laughs> like a stretchy headband. Yes. Because <laughs> that thing isn't going anywhere. I don't care yep. who tries to take that off, whether it be a force of nature like the wind or a human being. Fair. And then that rainbow 90s umbrella. Whew. Also, convertibles would have to be quite a bit more dangerous than a regular car due to not having a roof. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if that flips, dude. Yeah, dude. I think we should really, as a whole, as a nation, I think we really need to look into the convertible industry and shut it down. I'm I'm uh, perfectly okay with that. Completely. Perfectly also, I think as a nation, we should figure out a way where people don't have to drive anymore. Just like call the Uber and put headphones on if you want to listen to music. <laughs> I feel like this isn't going to be the last time you talk about your hatred of driving. I feel so oh. conflicted. This is the first one we're polar opposites on. Oh, can't. It's a chore. It's a I chore. But see, I don't know if I would say that it's underrated. Actually, at times I would. At times I would. I like sleeping in the car. I mm. love when somebody else is driving. and I just, It's like time traveling. It's like teleporting. You fall asleep, you wake up in three hours, you're like, we're two states away? Like, what the hell? Awesome. <laughs> Damn, you, you can sleep through two states? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I remember we used to go to North and South Carolina when I was a kid for to visit. I had an aunt down there for vacation and stuff. It's about an eight, nine-hour drive into Nashville, Tennessee. Um, oh, yeah, I would sleep for four to six hours of that trip. Every single time. I will knock it. If I'm in a car for more than an hour and not driving, I'm falling asleep. You can take that to the bank, listeners. <laughs> uh, Every time. I, I feel like you, you mentioned something, but I'm going to wait. I want you to, to tell me what your next one is. Um, Twitter. I think Twitter? Twi- I think Twitter is very underrated. These kids these days with their TikToks, and their Instagrams. Sometimes I don't want pictures and videos. I just want to see what's trending. And it might be something funny. It might be some real deal actual news stuff. Who could say? But when I'm laying in bed first thing in the morning, I certainly do not have the patience for Reddit that early in the morning. That place is a shit show. <laughs> um, I do not want teenagers dancing at me on TikTok at 8 in the morning. <laughs> and I've never been a huge Instagram fan. I don't even have Instagram. Um, I TikTok is a bit of a guilty pleasure. There's some funny stuff on there. But uh, yeah, I feel like Twitter. Um, most of my like close friends don't even have a Twitter. Um, yeah, I think it's underrated. I love. I'm a huge fan of Twitter. Love it. 
get my news, see what's going on around the world, trending, new music's always popping up, cool basketball stuff. Yeah, I yep. would, uh, I'd have to agree pretty much on every front. Yeah, I actually don't have a TikTok. It's not downloaded at all because I'm afraid. I, I know I'm going to get sucked in, so I don't have it downloaded. There was a time where I thought about making one, and, and I did uh, with the intention of doing it. And then I took a look at it, and I was like, am I old? Because I don't know how to do this shit. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to do this. There's, there's As... levels to it, and I don't have time to figure out the levels. Uh... As somebody who's <laughs> always ADD, ADHD, whatever you want to call it, I've got it. Always have for sure. Yeah. Many a teachers <laughs> can attest from grade school to college. Yeah, it's tailor made for people with ADHD because it is just fifteen to thirty second clips: golf, snowboarding, music, people being funny, stupid dance, more golf, more basketball, just a constant flow of sporadic nonsense <laughs> that. Uh, I find comforting when it's midnight and I'm laying in bed. I'm like, oh, 30 second golf video. Ah, yeah. Basketball highlights. Well, and ah. see, like, that's, that's like, it's funny because t- uh, Twitter wasn't one of my things, but social media was. And I feel like social media, and you and I have had this conversation before, but like, social media could either be a huge benefit or I feel like a huge weapon of like mass destruction. Yeah. To be like real dramatic, but like truly. I feel like, I mean, for me personally, you know me, like it, it's really taken a toll on my mental health in the past, like very much so Instagram specifically. Um, I feel like it has, I actually was listening to a podcast today that was about like this woman who is writing this or wrote this book about like the idea of comparisonitis and how there's like healthy comparison, but it has nothing to do with social media. It's like if you're at the gym and you're trying to like push yourself to, to, to a, you know, to a new limit and you see someone get on the the treadmill next to you and so they they bump their speed up and you're like okay yeah i want to you're inspired by it yeah so you're like okay cool and then once you finish and you have a new mile time or something that's like a healthy comparison but if the person gets on the treadmill next to you and your immediate thought like your self-talk <laughs> is like oh i i don't look like them i need to do better i'm not enough and you're, it goes to a negative space um then that's like the unhealthy comparison and i feel like that's everything that instagram is um i feel like it's it's easy to get into it's hard and it's hard to get away from because it is such a good tool for marketing and stuff like i deleted one and i created a new one for like my photography and i can even feel now that i'm starting to get back into like the regularity of this of of it and i'm like nope gotta pull that back (laughs) gotta pull that back um but yeah i agree i think twitter especially because like I think Twitter is like a space where actually like a lot of my close friends are on Twitter, but I really only like no part of it triggers me in any way. It's so like, it's funny. It's like informative. Um, A lot of the content is original. And I think it's because it was pretty much like outside of Facebook, like the first true social media and you and it similar to like when Vine first came out, you only had so many characters to like yeah. say something or to be funny. Like remember Vine was like you had six seconds to be hilarious or yeah. like impactful, you know? Um so the idea of TikTok being fifteen to thirty seconds, it's like, oh yeah, it's plenty of time. But uh plenty of time. Right? But I remember when Twitter was like you had a hundred and forty characters, which included like, you know, punctuation and all that too. So 
uh, I think Twitter is definitely underrated. I think that social media, like now that it's owned by Facebook, is entirely overrated yeah. and has caused a lot of issues. Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed it was interesting because, like, the other day, did you hear about how the other day it, like, went down? Yeah, that was a whole thing. And, like, people were freaking out. And I know that people, like, there's certain people who, like, make their money on on Instagram. But I think it was just, like, a it was an interesting reminder. Instagram and Facebook. But I think it was just such an interesting, like, gut check of, like, how obsessed are we with these platforms? Yeah. People how much do freaking we... out. Yeah, because all this shit's just in the cloud. So how much do we rely on this? Yep. And the fact that it, it could really just do that one day. It could just go away. So, I don't know. I think it was, like, a real gut check to be, like, check mm-hmm. those out. You know, <laughs> shit can get real at any time. For real. Yep. People um, are freaking out about it, and I haven't been on Facebook in two years at least. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. What's your next one? I just did one. I did Twitter. I know, but I think I did two. So you you do another one. Oh, my last and final one. It's underrated, in my opinion simple thing just carrying some cash just just, just, some, some cash. just a few bucks 20 20 to 50 dollars in cash i have a problem if i have a card credit card debit whatever kind of plastic for whatever reason in my mind i'm like oh there's unlimited money on this thing it doesn't it doesn't go bad scan the shit out of it that's not how it works <laughs> Or, or any of our... once, once you use it in your phone, it's like, oh, yeah. press the, yeah, remember me, put yeah. my face in that, and run it. <laughs> Link that bad boy up to Amazon, get out of here. Get out of here. I don't, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm bad about that. And carrying cash, I've always been able to save easier that way. Because to, like, hand somebody a $50 bill, that that one hurts worse. You got to physically see that bad boy leave your possession. No. But, um, yeah, I'm way better at saving money that way, carrying cash. And it's way better to tip all service industry folks with cash. Um, A lot of places will tax those debit card card tips, I guess. Oh, Um, interesting. And I've been a bartender, so... I'm uh I'm very I've been accused of being uh too heavy of a tipper. Um but I've been a bellman in a hotel when I was in high school just like carrying people's luggage for tips. Yeah. And I've been a bartender <laughs> and yeah, those cash tips always they were always just super helpful. So I've always been a fan of just if I go stop in a little I used to live downtown Denver right off 16th Street, so like I couldn't walk to the barber shop without walking by like ten breweries, and yeah. I'm a fan of weird random beer. So I, you know, stop and yeah. say what's up to everybody, and yeah, yeah. it's way easier. Be like, cool, I had my beer. Here's a ten dollar bill bill for that beer. You keep the rest for yourself, and I'm gonna keep it moving. As opposed to me being like, yeah, just open up a tab on this card, and yeah. <laughs> I'm be hanging out for the next three to five hours. Let's no, that's a really good point. I I usually carry like a twenty for like if there's randomly like valet parking I have to do or something, but I haven't kept probably more than 
$40 even as a stretch on me in a very long time. But I, as a cardinal rule, I've always kept $20 on me. I don't know if that was something like my dad told me or something. My mom and dad both told me. Um, but that's a really, that's a really good point, especially about the saving money part. Hmm, I have to yeah. think about that. I would um, do like $100 a week in cash. Yeah. Um, just for, yeah. Haircuts, throw a little tip on there. Stop by a little quick thing at 7-Eleven. Perhaps a Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perhaps just, I'll dabble. <laughs> yeah. And then you get some coins, some change, go home, throw those in a bucket, and in a few months you got 100 bucks in coins to go cash in. You're on to something, my friend. This, this is, I think, this I is think a key so. to success. I think so. Coffee shops. I'm a huge patron of coffee shops. Or I was when I lived in a place that had coffee shops. Um, so you yeah. are the coffee shop now. I I do have a coffee ninja. So I can go. make iced coffee, espresso, just a good old-fashioned black coffee, like a cowboy. Um, <laughs> all that good stuff. Oh, man. All right. So here's the thing. I have three more topics that I really wanted to to discuss, and then I rapid feel fire. like, and then I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We do rapid fire, and then I feel like we wrap it up for the week. What you think? Right on. All right, I was about to say, what do y'all think? But nobody's gonna answer because it's just Nobody. us. That'd be weird if they did. <laughs> You're like cricket, cricket. All right. In no, actually, I'm gonna save one for last, but the big one. In no other particular order. Hiking, go. Overrated. Um, it's just because it's just walking you're just walking a circle to get back to your car i'm always down to hike into a river to fish hike back to a camping spot i'm here for that but again i'm jaded i grew up where people go hike so a lot of the time hiking for me was like mowing the yard or weed eating or walking out just taking the trash down things like that Um, but at the end of the day hiking is just fancy walking (laughs) uh i'd have to agree i think it's entirely overrated um i feel like being from southern california i was supposed to like be obsessed with hiking i feel like i uh put on a front for friends and like previous partners to be like yes i can i will definitely go for that hike because also too you make sacrifices you do things that you normally wouldn't for your partner or your friends one of the first times you you. and i hung out was hiking actually and And that wasn't my choice that wasn't yeah. my choice. I remember that. <laughs> that oh oh with the dog. I remember yep. I was terrified because snakes, which is yep. why I was like, I'm not down for hiking. Wow, I do remember that. And there was altitude. That's a whole nother thing. Um, yes, snakes, not a big fan. And I've seen a snake on every single hike I've been on. Um, and people always want to go hiking when it's peak snake season. So no, thank you. Unless it's like a, a night hike and it's not a million degrees when they like to mm-hmm. come out and say hello. Um, no, thanks. Um, you know, so, but I, <laughs> funny that you were like, it's just fancy walking. I just ran a half marathon. So now I'm like, that's, that's fancy. That's fancy running. That's fancy running. Yeah. Fancy uh, jogging. It also, you know, was a fancy way to like break my body for like two weeks, yeah, but it was worth it. Die. They would be peeling me off the pavement. I'm surprised I didn't like fully pass out once I got to the finish line, but it is what it is. Shit. Um, I passed out closer to the starting line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I will say I did do it with my friend who I've always jokingly but very seriously said that she's like not human because she's just truly like a goddess to me and I feel like she genuinely could walk on water if water were to be walked on um she barely trained uh she did not stop running the entire 13.1 miles what a lunatic <laughs> like love her to death but like <laughs> whoa she told me that the other day because i just spent that's what i was in san diego for her bachelorette she was i was like yeah but you trained and she was like no she's just unreal she's an unreal human being like she anything she does she does you always say that you say that about me you always like anything you do you put your mind to you make happen which i appreciate it's very true but she does it to a level of excellence that i'm just like anything athletic i'm like how what are you doing? What are you what, eating? What, What's in what the water where you live? Exactly. I need all of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, next one is Black Friday. Um, overrated. Cyber Monday is way better because online shopping is just far superior to dragging my ass to a store in November. Yep. It's cold to yep. wait in yep. line for a TV that I could just order from Amazon on Monday. Yep. It Plus, seems it's stressful. The same deals. People get in fights. Like, Over the, honestly, too, the Black Friday deals really aren't that. I was no. just talking to someone about this. If The best time, actually, because he uses this as an example, the best time actually to get a TV is after, no, yeah, after the Super Bowl, because people yep. buy those TVs for parties. So then right after that, they go on like massive sales. Um, but yeah, I agree. Um, especially coming from someone who used to work Black Friday uh, at one of the biggest stores, aka Target. Oh. I despise Black Friday, uh, especially Black Friday is like Mad Max and Thunderdome had a kid. It is just pure and utter chaos. Absolute chaos. Well, also too because they just now finally, I think, are it's now finally again Black Friday. Like yeah. before. It started to just start happening on Thanksgiving. So people didn't even have time to be with their families or enjoy the day before they were like already going against what they just said that they were thankful for. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, I'm thankful it, for these sweet ass deals. What's up? Yeah. Peace out, nerds. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Let me throat punch you for this TV. That's yeah. really not even a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, y'all. America $50 is $50 cheaper, and I'll catch an assault charge for that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, America is so ghetto. Um, Black Friday specifically. Yeah. So clearly, we agree. Highly overrated. Yeah. Um, all right, last one. Drum roll. We already sort of talked about this, but I added a second show. Ooh. Um, round two. I, I have strong feelings about the first. I actually have strong feelings about both, but one of them is not so great. One of them is like spectacular. Um, we're going to start with, okay, so the two shows are Friends mm. and Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Friends, I will say, is entirely overrated. Mm-hmm. I actually would say that Fresh Prince is underrated only because Whenever people, I feel like, talk, a lot of times when people talk about Fresh Prince, they automatically compare it to Martin as far as which show is better. But culturally, um, the longevity of the show, the fashion, the music, the one-liners, the casting, I feel like, of Fresh Prince, the entire show is so beyond its time 
um, that it to me is one of the best shows of all time. No, no matter the, the genre. Um, and yeah. just, I also just feel like, I mean, it's an all black cast. Um, and just like the way that they are represented as like a wealthy black family um, who is thriving, their family dynamics, they're very together, but they have their issues just like any other family. I know there's so many things that, that like come out of it to me that like watching it now, it feels like no time has passed because of also the, the important topics of like police brutality, yeah. uh, the loss of a parent or a parent not being there. Um, you know what I mean? Like all kinds of topics of like miseducation, school, uh, equal rights, all kinds of stuff. It just, and it's just fucking hilarious. So yeah. uh, all at the same time. So they talk about these things in a way that's digestible somehow in 23 minutes, <laughs> you know? So uh, yeah. while and... on this, well, and I was gonna say too, like while on the other side with friends, I understand that it was a huge show and it was incredibly successful. But what blows my, the number one thing that blows my mind about that show is I feel like I might've mentioned this to you, but like the show is based in New York, which is one of the most culturally diverse places in the world. (laughs) And they recently got reamed for this, but I always thought about this. How are you a show that is based (laughs) in New York City, one of the most culturally diverse places in the world? And you mean to tell me in all of the seasons of the show, you maybe had like a tittle bit of an appearance from a black person. Yep. Like, like, like barely like a like a cameo, if you will. That's how much of yep. a. I don't even remember who it was. That's but like so true. Nobody, nobody, and nobody. they like they had some half-ass response to it. But I'm like that in and of itself lets me know that you're full of shit. Yep. So hundred percent. I can't get. On. And, I mean, anytime I see someone talk about it, I'm like, oh, we probably shouldn't be friends. That's your show. No. And I feel like Friends has become like everybody. I think now people are starting to realize like it really wasn't that great of a show. While as far as the Fresh Prince goes, the two biggest examples I can think of are everybody around our age knows if you say the Carlton dance, they know exactly what it is. And I don't, I think it was two or three albums ago, ago, J. Cole, the opening line of First Things First, Rest in Peace, Uncle Phil. I don't remember the name of the song or the album, but I know it was a huge song. Because then he says, and, for real. I mean, I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, and such a good song. Love J. Cole. Huge. Yeah. Um, His last album, whoa. Whoa. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, <laughs> but, it was um, the... It was the yeah. no uh it was the no bro model song. Yes. From Forest Hills. You're Rock. the only father that I ever knew. Yeah. Such yep. a banger. Um and yeah, yeah again I the Fresh Prince just seems like you said to have withstood the test of time a lot better. Um and also as far as friends goes, there's not one I have two older sisters and a younger sister. I have seen Every episode of Friends known to man, <laughs> for sure. And there's not one episode where any major cultural issues of the time, kind of how you were talking about Fresh Prince had the, where Carlton and Will got pulled over for being in such and such a super nice car and 
police, things like that. Um, right. None, nothing of that nature was ever explored, maybe would be the word, on Friends or even discussed. Um, so, yeah, I think I would agree with you on all fronts. Um, Fresh Prince, man. The sneakers from oh, Will's shoe collection. Um, I actually have a buddy that has the uh, whatever high uh, Bel Air High School jersey. From oh, yeah, yeah. Where Will joined the basketball team. <laughs> awesome. I want that jersey. That, that jersey is dope. Yeah. I would like to say I've seen, I saw a picture of Will Smith recently. I would consider that goatee situation he's working with very overrated. Will. <laughs> My man, I'm a fan, but that goatee is something. Um, Just something. It's something. It's a choice that you made, and I respect it. But there it is. It's It's one you should revisit. Yeah, it's a choice. (laughs) Everybody knows what the Carlton (laughs) dance is. Um, The world mourned when Uncle Phil did pass away. That was a thing. Back to Twitter. Uh, James Avery trended on Twitter for like three days or something crazy when he passed away. Yeah. And I've only seen him in a handful of other roles ever. Um, yeah. I feel like I think about that show too is like it was one of those shows where you almost felt like a part of the family. Like you were yeah. like growing up with Carlton, with Ashley, with, <laughs> even with Hillary. You know, like, um, and From it's the- so funny because Hillary in real life is so smart. Uh, it's always people who play like polar opposite people. But like she's an author. She like does all these amazing things. Um, and I don't know if you've seen it. The Fresh Prince reunion special on uh, yeah. HBO where they like show their their uh, audition tapes. Yeah. Um, but it's just so cool because it was like it was truly a show where like the chemistry could be felt off like you knew that they had chemistry off screen too like they weren't just putting on for the cameras and I think that's what also made it such an impactful show is because it was beyond acting and you could tell when each one of the characters at times like totally improvised their lines because it's just their bond um so yeah I mean we could go on all day about about Fresh Prince and and all these topics but from uh, the first time I ever watched Fresh Prince I had such a crush on Hillary. Whoa. <laughs> Still do, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah, she's beautiful. Oh, man. But, yeah, great show. Held up over time. The uh, the wardrobe team. I don't know if that's what that particular depart- wardrobe department maybe. Whoever picked what Will Smith wore during the Fresh Prince. Hats off to you, folks. Nailed it. A1. Nailed it for a decade. Oh, <laughs> man. The soundtrack, yeah, like you said, the music that was played, just so good. Jazz, so funny. Jazz, oh, man, jazz. The jazz and Hillary dynamic was always so funny to me. One of the funniest things to me, too, was in that reunion, uh, and then we'll, we'll wrap things up so we don't keep people for too long, but uh, one of the funniest things about the, the reunion was, like, Jazz said that, he was getting so like beat up essentially from being the scenes where they would throw him out of the house so that they just stopped doing it and recorded this. They just played the same one on a loop. Yeah. Cause he was like, I can't literally be thrown out of this house every single time. Cause every <laughs> single time I'm over there, it happens. 
So he said whenever you would see him in that one particular shirt, it was like gray and it had like designs on it, yeah. and then it was like yellow band across it. Yeah. Then that you knew in that scene he was gonna be thrown out. But and then if you notice, it is the same track every time. Yeah. Because there's ah. times where like, yeah, because there'll be times where like in this in the episode it'll be like midday, but like the track will show him being thrown out at like sunset. So it's yep. like later part of the day. <laughs> yep. And his like shout when he gets thrown. Yeah, that sound yeah. is like burnt into ah! my memory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the very first episode of Fresh Prince, honestly, is slept on because people talk about all these other episodes, but the Fresh like, Prince does... pilot is awesome. Oh, like they play "Back to Life" by Soul yes. to Soul when he's stapling the poster. The and, only like, reason the I know what that song thing. is is because of that scene. When he's like yeah. dancing back and forth, like stapling on the beat. Malcolm X to the wall. Yeah, love <laughs> it. So good, dude. All right, man. Well, I had a great time discussing these topics. I feel like we might need to make this like a segment. Just randomly. We'll just we'll just randomly throw these like whatever topics we want out at each other to surprise us. Derek and um, Chanel's nonsense corner. There we go. That's it right there. <laughs> Derek and Chanel's nonsensical topics. <laughs> We'll be discussed <laughs> weekly, y'all. Bi-weekly. Two, two um, hours of nonsense, just like we promised. I mean, yep. Yeah, we. I mean, say less, but actually we said more. So Can't let the people on. down. Got to give them no. what they want. Always, always. Well, uh, we, we will be back uh, in two weeks, y'all. Like I said, we are going to keep to this bi-weekly schedule. But uh, Derek, I appreciate you. I'll of see you course, on the other thank side. Thank you for having me. See you soon. I'm of sure course. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, probably right after this. But uh, <laughs> listeners, we appreciate you and stay tuned for more. Bye bye. Ta ta for now. <laughs>